such a laughter as he had never heard. To begin with, he had never heard of a woman laughing while lovemaking. They always grew so serious and intense, the gayest of them. He had known plenty in his sailor life. They always grew serious, never even smiled, as if lovemaking, even with a stranger, were an intense affair not to be treated lightly. Their pleasure was always like the pleasure of an animal, dark, rather, with strange sounds. Animals do not laugh. Women became animals at night, surely, as these legends told us, more so even than men. But not the richly-mouthed model. She laughed like a negress being tickled. Every caress made her laugh obscenely, and there was a different kind of laughter for each part of the body. Lying in the dark on the other side of the wall, he could almost divine where she was being touched. At first it was her feet, surely, and it tickled her because she giggled. It must have been only the external portions of her body, for she laughed gaily, lightly. The man with her must have been touching her ribs, her shoulders, her arms, her legs. Suddenly, her laughter changed. It was modulated as if she were being slightly hurt, and it was that she was growing vulnerable. He could tell. She laughed like someone plunging into too cold water and gasping, and then feeling the warm reaction and enjoying the new sensation. She laughed as if pleasure were new and beginning to invade her. Ah, ah, came her voice in the darkness. If he could have seen her move, he would not have been as clearly aware of her pleasure. He felt this pleasure of hers rippling through his muscles. The walls were so thin he could feel it all in his body. Ah, ah, there was a silence. This silence disturbed the Portuguese more than anything. What could keep her so still after her rippling and open pleasure? What caress could silence her suddenly as if too profound to cause an exterior proof of joy? He tried to divine. He knew she was naked, for he had heard her say, Let's take all our clothes off. What was the man doing to her? No sound. The Portuguese felt ripples covering his strong, dark body. He felt close to a mystery. He expected her to cry out any moment from uncontainable ecstasy. Instead, there came out of the darkness a long, prolonged, low laughter. Guttural, rich, low, obscene. The other mouth. Surely the man had opened his way into the other mouth, the luxuriant, thick, rich, sexual mouth she carried almost exposed for everyone to see in her twin mouth of her face, for everyone to see the thickness and fullness of her sexual feelings, ripe and open and red. Ah, ah, came the voice, the flesh indented by the attack of the man, yielding and with guttural cries that revealed the thrusts made into it, each thrust accompanied by a long, ah, ah, of pleasure, until her voice sank. And then again a silence. And then the voice came as if she were suddenly violently wounded. Ah! The Portuguese body was burning, tortured with desire. Each cry of the woman raised his penis in the dark, 
and how it burned. All the wind and sun that had beaten against it, the cold and heat, the salt water, contributed to making it firm and salty and vigorous, and now it stood raised in the dark, leaping at each modulation of the woman's voice. When her last cry came, he almost thought he would come too, so feverish and taut he was, listening to this scene and imagining all its developments.